episode 258 of Magic the Amateuring. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for people who are just starting playing the game of magic, returning to playing the game of magic, looking to improve their magic game, or just want to have a real weird time. My name's Maria, and I'm one of your hosts. My name's Megan. I'm another one of your hosts. With the mosts. Two hosts is... With the mosts. Is more than one. Is more than one. As the saying always goes. Yes. Two, two hosts is, is more, more than, than one. one. Well, now that we've got that basic <laughs> math out of the way, Maria, what are we going to talk about on today's episode? On today's episode, uh, buckle in because we've got a bunch of uh, brand spanking new rivals of Ixalan previews to bring straight Whoa. into your ears or eyes. That's right. They were waiting until the first of the year to really kick things off. But boy, have those things now been kicked. <laughs> yeah, we are like the best punter in the NFL and we are getting ready to just take this little cardboard and kick it through the field posts That's right. of your mind. How, you ask? There's way too much wind resistance for a piece of cardboard to make it from where someone kicks a football mm-hmm. to the place where it goes between those two poles, yep. and you get some amount of points for it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> How do we do there's it? There's no wind resistance in your mind. Your mind is a vacuum. <laughs> Science has recently discovered that the human brain is actually a vacuum similar to space. It's like space. You go in there, there's also no yeah. sound. Your brain is space. That's why when also, you're screaming in your head, nobody can hear it. No explosions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. scientists. Science. This is not a science podcast. This is not a science podcast. It is a magic podcast. Yes. And we're also going to talk about uh, a little throwback for the noob segment on uh, different card types. Card types, card subtypes, all the different types and subtypes coming at you. We're also going to play our own version of the Future Future League. And our version is called the Super Speculative League. Exactly. The Completely Speculative League. Completely Speculative League. That's right. Where we're going to take a look at these... Very slim number of previews that we have so far and decide right now now. what kind of decks are going to be hitting us in next standard. Boom. We are going to call it. That's right. We are going to call it like Like it's your mom. Like it's your (laughs) mom. And we're the principal and you're in trouble. (laughs) Plus... Extra special. Extra special. Maria, what's extra special? We have a brand new preview card of our own. Oh my God. Stay tuned. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Here's a hint it's green. Oh, that's all I can say. That's all I can say. Just hold on because it'll be happening later in the show. We are also in the same room for the first time in two episodes. For the first time. For the first time ever. Yeah, we, we yeah. did say that we were always recording yeah. from two separate locations. And we just kind of that's the, right. green screen the whole thing together. We are in the, the same room for the first time ever. Ever. And uh, Megan is newly back from Belize. That's right. And I wanted a vacation report. It's a tiny country. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, there's there's a, the ocean. Wow. Which is like. You know, I grew up in Texas, going to the Texas coast, where there's, like, giant waves and lots of jellyfish, which is what I remember most. Um, And it's, like, kind of murky a lot of the time. And, like, the ocean down there is just crystal clear, you guys. Wow. It's crystal clear. You see all the way to the bottom and this beautiful white sand and, like, seagrass. It's incredible. I touched a shark. (gasps) It was amazing. I saw a stingray the size of a human and a turtle also about the size of a human. 
It was it was incredible. If Megan at any point during this podcast sounds like it's actually the mind of a shark talking, I'll uh, know what happened. <laughs> alert me as quickly as you can because she's gone into full shark mode after you touch the shark. That's right. Sometimes we swap brains now. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what at what moment Megan will go into shark mode, but That's I've right. got to be prepared because um, I had to ward off a shark attack. This is going to be like an even lower budget version of Waterworld. (laughs) If that's possible. (laughs) But before we get into our show, we've got to throw out some thank yous in this, our 2018 brand new year. Welcome to 2018, by the way. That's right. We've been here. Have you? (laughs) It's all right so far. We're two days in. We're two days in, so it's a little early to judge, yeah. but solid. Solid so far. Yeah. And uh, the way we want to kick it off is saying thank you to everybody who's a part of the Magically Amateuring family on mm-hmm. patreon.com slash mtacast. Thank you so much. Uh, if you are supporting the show, it means the world to us. You keep this room green. Yes. Without you, the walls would once again be the color that they were when I purchased this house, which was vomit yellow. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. That's the only way it can describe that color i've never in my life seen a worse paint color it was really bad i can say that i'm being 100 percent honest and i like yellow yellow Oof. for like a wall color but this was not no, a good yellow. it was the worst it was a terrible yellow. yellow so you are keeping the walls thank you this lovely green color that you can watch if you're watching this oh on gosh. youtube yeah um and other other also important things but most importantly i think keeping <laughs> yes. the walls green yes and we want to give you an announcement here quick because we've been kind of teasing this and we are going to switch over to a monthly model on patreon beginning in february mm-hmm. so what that's going to do is going to streamline the process you'll know up front how much you're paying every month which you you basically did but yeah. this will be set in stone yeah. for you so it'll be one one charge a month and so we'll never have a problem if you know patreon decided which i don't think they ever would after the backlash yeah. <laughs> to change their fee structure again uh you're just gonna get charged once boom one and done yep and it'll be like that way forever and i think it'll do a better job of kind of explaining what we do here on magic the amateur which is not only a podcast yeah that's right it's also videos that you can go and watch <laughs> and, and streams streaming that you can watch yeah and so like your There's your patronage is supporting all of this That's and right. not just the podcast not just our voices right now yeah um but that does mean that if whatever you're pledged at right now if you don't adjust it at the end of the month it'll switch over to that per month so if you're currently pledged at a dollar an episode it'll switch over to a dollar a month um so make a little note in your calendar to go and at the end of january when you've been charged for the month um to go and switch over you know we'll have the new tier set up and pick which one you want to be uh you know right pledging at because otherwise it will just roll over um, and it'll be real it'll be, bad it'll be bad <laughs> It'll be bad Please for us if anyone who's currently pledging a dollar an episode Ooh. pledges a dollar a month. <laughs> but it's a change that we really want to make because we do think it's going to be better in yeah. the long run. Yes, yes, even yes. though it means a little bit of, of tinkering and everything right now. I'm not really sure how this will affect Discord and your levels there, but you know what? That's kind of a bridge we're going to cross when it happens. Exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, though. We'll get it all figured out for you. Uh, that's an MTA promise. And we also want to say thank you to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. I'm wearing their uh, awesome shirt. They're big. It's a great shirt. 
I love this shirt. It's so yes. comfortable. Cardkingdom.com slash MTACast is the website address to go to if you want to buy some cards, if you want to pre-order any boxes of Rivals of Ixalan, or if you Ooh. want sweet merch like this shirt I'm wearing. And you want to get it delivered like that. Yeah, like this. You will Ready? place your order, Boom. snap your fingers, wait a day, and <laughs> <laughs> The people at Card Kingdom are so great, routinely, routinely acknowledged as having the absolute best customer service in the business. And why wouldn't we want to be affiliated with a company like that? That's right. So, uh, if you, you head over there and purchase one of these shirts, send them a message being like, you should also make a hoodie because I really want one. <laughs> but I feel like it needs to be more than just me. Let's use group peer pressure to make Card Kingdom print a hoodie. Print a hoodie. The magic, the amateur universe can get things done you know yeah. that they really can just like the marvel cinematic universe <laughs> which gets done the making of movies <laughs> anyways mta cast the movie coming this way uh your summer coming your way this <laughs> coming, summer coming the way yours this your way summer. your summer your summer this way it's a movie version of us i'm played by chris pine <laughs> yeah i'm I'm played by the guy that voiced Gollum. <laughs> Andy Circus, Or was he just the body? Or was I he the voice know. too? Oh, do you know I would rather be played by the person who 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 did the okay, body for okay. Gollum. <laughs> I feel like we've had this talk actually on a, a extra special patron special of who would play us in the movie version. But now we just thinking about I don't think we Chris have. Pine and Andy Circus playing us killing me. <laughs> you make it a reality. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. For the noobs, card types. Hey, everybody. We're talking about card types, which is not the name at the top of the card. That's the card's That's name. That's the name. <laughs> That's the name. And it's also not the blood type of the creature on the card, which right. is usually O negative. What? Really? Fun fact. That's pretty rare. I know. That's because they're magical creatures. Universal donors. Universal donors. Every creature on a Magic, the, a Magic of the Gathering card, you heard it here. <laughs> wow. Just so you know, if you're a universal donor, you should really be donating blood. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know where it usually goes? It goes to babies that need it because they don't have the blood typed yet. Oh. Anyways. Do you like, do the babies, they're just too, they haven't developed their blood type yet or they just don't know? They just don't know it. Like, like, especially, they it's like a time. lot of like preemies and, and yeah. like very, very newborns. If for some reason they need blood transfusions, they usually, they got to go O negative because it's like they don't, you know, they don't know yet. Wow. All right, magic Anyways. cards. You heard it here. Get into Not the a medical podcast. <laughs> blood donation center. <laughs> about the card type which is that line that comes right below the art yes before before the rules text before that text box um it's the type line um type line. yeah on the far right hand side it'll have the set symbol but on the left hand side where you start reading it from <laughs> it'll have the card type you know the reason that we got on this is because i've been kind of going hard at legacy and modern recently mm -hmm. in preparation for gp santa clara coming up this weekend and i was kind of trying to test myself, and I was thought, how big can a Tarmogoyf get? Mm -hmm. Because the power and toughness is star slash star plus one equal the number of card types in all graveyards. Yeah. And I was like, well, how big could it possibly get? And that mm -hmm. led me to think, what exactly are the card types in Magic? Yeah. Okay, so I got them all on a first guess except for one. <laughs> 
Which... The one that you the one that you didn't get was pretty amazing. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, so it was pretty great. So obviously, let's start... let's start basic. Yeah, like basic land. Yep, that was the one I forgot. Okay, that was the one that we forgot. Land, land, land is a type of That's card. Right. Everybody, land and basic land are different. Yes, uh, because land cards you can only have four of um, in any constructed deck. It's just like any other card in there. But basic lands, you're allowed to have as many as you need. However, the the card type land mm-hmm. is just that. That is just one type. That's just one type. Land. Land. So we don't make the distinction between non-basic and basic when we're thinking about the card type of land for tarmogoyf purposes. Um, creature. That's yeah. another pretty simple one. Yeah. We all know what a creature is and what it does. Instant. Yeah. One Instant. of my favorite types. <laughs> Classic type. Yeah. Classic. Great type. Really sorcery. One of the best types. Cousin sorcery. to the instant. Yeah. Do you think they'd be cousins? Yeah. yeah. I think they're cousins. Yeah. Instant sorcery, cousins, of course. Artifact. <laughs> yep. So this is going to cover stuff like equipment. Yeah. Or other artifacts that you have on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, enchantment. Yeah. So this uh, was kind of came up in Theros because we enchantment creatures. Yeah. We got a two for one there. That's right. That's pretty cool. creatures. And now here is the one that'll trip a lot of people up if you're trying to think of what is this last one? Tribal. 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 Okay. I thought tribal had to also be something, though. Like tribal creature. Tribal it instant. does. But yeah. it is also a recognized type. Yeah. So tribal will count for your Tarmogoyf. Yeah. Um, and it, it was printed back in Lorwyn and in Future Sight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't really happen anymore slash I don't know if it will ever happen. Yeah. But um, it was uh, Lauren is very tribal based set. Yeah. Much like Rivals of Ixalan is. And so that's that was what it's used back then because yeah. things cared if a card was a certain tribe or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. You forgot one. What? Planeswalker. Oh, yeah. Planeswalker. There we go. That's eight. Yeah. Planeswalker, obviously. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so those are your those are your types. Yeah. There's also subtypes, which is um, if you'll know if you're looking at a card, some of them you'll see it's just like enchantment and then that's it. Yeah. But some of them will be like enchantment dash aura. Yeah. And the aura is the subtype of the card. Um, or like creature dash whatever it is. So obviously creatures, there's all kinds. There's oh, yeah. horrors, there's beasts, there's elves, there's merfolk, there's humans, there's vampires, vampires humans. and pirates. Um, yeah, you can mix and match a lot of the time in kind of weird and creepy ways. Yes, absolutely. Like, we were really hoping for a vampire. What did we want a vampire? Oh, a vampire dinosaur. A pirate dinosaur. We were a hoping- pirate dino. That's right. We really want a pirate dino. Hope it happens. Um, then you might have, like, enchantment aura. Yeah. So enchantments can just live on the battlefield. Auras have to be attached to something. Um, a creature. Super needy. Yeah. They're very needy. Or like equipment is a is a subtype of uh, artifacts, artifacts. Yeah. Which means that it's going to have an equip cost so that you can slap it on a creature if you want to. Yep. Um, yeah. So those are subtypes. There's also legendary is also something that you'll see on the type line. And legendary just means that if you have two things with the same name, um, they like you can't have two leg- legendary permanents with the same name. Like Geist of exactly St. Exactly the same name. Exactly the same name. That's right. So like Geist of St. Trapped. You can't have two of those. Good. Because it's a legendary. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be absurd. One. And two, uh, it's a legendary creature. And it, so you can't have two of them with the same name on them. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Yes. And these are, it's really handy to know this stuff too, especially kind of the tiny little difference between type and subtype. Because there are cards in the game that will care about this kind of thing. Of course, Tarmogoyf, the Goyf father, the goofer uh, being kind of the number one that everybody will think about. Yeah. Um, another subtype that you pointed out was arcane. That's right. This is an old mechanic that is really weird. It's bizarre. Um, and what it does is like, so that it's, it's a subtype. Um, of usually an instant or a sorcery, I believe. Yeah. Um, and the way it works is that it'll have a splice. It'll say splice onto arcane and then have a different cost. And the way it works is if you're casting an arcane spell, you can reveal the, the one with the splice cost from your hand, pay the splice cost, and it'll add its effects to what you're casting. But then the card is still goes, it's in your hand. You just revealed it. You're not casting it. So basically you get to cast it, quote unquote, Without actually using the card Sick. from your hand, you're splicing it onto. And a lot of storm decks play a uh, splice onto arcane spells. Yeah. Um. So they don't usually splice, and they have no. They just there. You'll see there. it in um. There's like the Grish Shoal brand modern deck, and that uses um like through the breach. If you've ever looked at that, yeah. that one has um a, a splice onto arcane cost. Yeah. And you'll actually see it because they have uh, another card that they're casting um. What is it? The green one. The one where the shoal name comes from. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not remembering. But again, it's like it's a green spell that they'll cast and it's actually you can they'll actually splice, which is crazy. You never really see that. Yeah. Another reason we were thinking about this today is because of the brand new mechanic, which is a send, which uh, says if you control 10 or more permanents, you get the city's blessing for the rest of the game. A new Rivals of Ixalan mechanic. Mm -hmm. And I guess these are like slightly different things, but it inspired us to talk about this. Yeah. Um, Permanents, of course, including your lands. That's right. And anything else that you have hanging out on the old BF. Do you know so, what yeah. I realized about um, cities, the city's blessing? What? Getting it um, ascend is that I thought it was when you were casting the card. It just checked then. But a lot of these cards I realized don't only check then. They're just constantly checking. It's just like, do you have it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a cool little token you get once you achieve it. I wonder if you lose your 10 permits, does it go away? It doesn't because it, all of them say um, you get it until the end of the game. Okay. There right. you go. I yeah, believe you're correct. For yeah. the rest of the game. For the rest of the game. So if you yeah. once you get it, you're blessed. Yeah. Good bless. You got it. There's your blessing. Your gold little beautiful shiny city token. Nice. Nice. Everybody, time out for fun. What is the timeout for? The timeout is for Ultra Pro. Oh man, Ultra Pro, our sick new sponsor. Yes. Uh, they have some of the best magic stuff that you can get in the game. Uh, they've got awesome sleeves. They got they've got deck boxes with all kinds of art, playmats with even more kinds of awesome art. Yeah, they've got an Earl of Squirrel playmat oh. and Earl of Squirrel sleeves. What? And I saw somebody tweeted at me that they got the sleeves and the play mat for christmas and i was like you are doing it right nice get your squirrel on with ultra pro <laughs> all right it's the time you've all waited for that's right we're gonna tell you what the preview card Our is. A preview card, an official magically amateuring Rivals of Ixalan preview card is here and ready to enter the world. What? Yeah. Maria. Tell me about it. You already said. You already said something about it. Repeat what you said about it. It's green. I'll add something. It's mean. It's a fighting machine. Oh. 
Well, I mean, what were you going to yeah. say? I was going to say it's a cre- creature. Okay, it's a green it's a creature. Merfolk. Merfolk. It's a green merfolk <gasps> shaman. Oh, all you merfolk fans get excited. Rare. Rare. Maria, how much does it cost? It costs three and a green. Three and a green. Yeah. Its name is World Shaper. World Shaper. Wow. And what card without world in its name has ever been bad? <laughs> Don't that's check a me really, on that. That's a really Don't big question. check me on that. But World Breaker was quite a card. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Shapers of Nature, quite a card. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. What? What's World Breaker? You know, the Green Eldrazi? Is that what's oh, called? Oh, is it? The 5-7? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> World Breaker. World Breaker. I was like, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> World Shaper says whenever World Shaper attacks, you may put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. When World Shaper dies, put all land cards from your graveyard onto the battlefield tap. It is a 3-3. Three, three. That's pretty cool. Yeah, this card is awesome. The Great River will not be tamed. <laughs> and it will not. It That's will right. not be tamed. So, Megan... Just overall, yeah. how are you using this card to its best ability? Um, I think what's really cool about this is like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet in a in a ramp deck potentially. Yeah. Um, right, because you're gonna get a lot of lands. But what I think it's gonna be even better at is just putting stuff into the graveyard yeah. and having some synergistic graveyard decks potentially. Oh, absolutely. Um, because we even got a cool preview card that you wrote an article yes. about over on Daily MTG. Yeah. Um, called Journey to Eternity. Yeah. So this card is a really sweet reanimation card. So. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see something like reanimation standard? I don't know. Too soon to tell. But let me tell you, yeah. World Shaper is a fantastic way to put stuff in your graveyard. Exactly. When we haven't had a lot of ways to do that recently. recently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so here we go. Journey to Eternity. One green black for a legendary gem or a rare enchant creature you control. When enchanted creature dies. Oh, I'm sensing a synergy here. Okay. Uh, return it to the battlefield under your control, then return Journey to Eternity to your battlefield transformed under your control, and it transforms into Atzal, Cave of Eternity. Nice. You can tap it, of course, to add one mana of any color, by the way, to your mana pool. Wow. Or pay three green black tap. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. And there's your reanimator. Wow. Yep. Pretty sweet. Can be done at um yeah. at instant speed, no so less. Now we've potentially got a way to get things into your graveyard that might be sweet to reanimate oh, with this card. Absolutely. Very cool. So this is very exciting for me because mm. I love reanimation strategies. I just think they're so dumb and fun. And you just put a big beaver in your yard and you're like, now it's back. Look, hi. Um, I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Journey to Eternity, I think, will be really fun to see if what people can come up with. And uh, World Shaper potentially really uh, helping to make this card viable yeah. in the future. Um, so last episode, we had talked about, uh, I when I was doing a little story recap, Yeah, I had talked about um, the vampire mythology yes. of Oenda. Yes. Uh, back on their old continent, who had followed the the giant bird that came and took uh, the the light away, um, and she, her name was Alenda, and I was like, maybe I wonder if we'll ever get a card that's her yes. in this upcoming set. And sure enough, here she is. Here she is, Alenda, the Dusk Rose. Oh, so cool. Uh, two white black for a legendary creature, Vampire Knight. Uh, she's just a little one one with lifelink. 
But she says, whenever another creature dies, put a plus one, plus one counter on Alenda, the dusk rose. When Alenda dies, create X one, one white vampire creature tokens with lifelink where X is Alenda's power. Cool. Pretty sweet. I love this card. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm playing this um, in limited. I mean, I mean, I think if you've got like a token strategy going on, yeah, you can do it. You can build around her a little bit. Exactly. Because if you've got like, if you're, if you've got a bunch of tokens in play and then you play this and it's like, okay, I'm going to very easily be able to like get rid of some of these tokens. Yeah. If you can uh, make a sweet vampire deck, which is interested in tokens. Yeah. Uh, Alenda is your gal here. And, uh, very cool. Just so cool. She's a saint. She's a saint, everybody. Yeah. In the vampire culture. So, you know, respect. Press, press F to pay respects. What? Never mind. What? <laughs> I also wonder if there, like, there's going to be some, we've seen some sacrifice effects um, from vampires. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if there's going to be, um, you know. A like vampire sacrifice theme? Or even if, like, you could just make her work with that, right? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm still waiting for consumption to uh, be revealed right. to us. Consumption, uh, which is or my unity. mechanic. Yeah, if you're like, what are you talking about? Go to our YouTube channel, youtubecom cast because we had a video that was our predictions for rivals of Ixalan, aka our predictions for rivals. And uh, two things that we predicted were new mechanics. Mine was consumption for vampires. Megan's was unity, yeah. which is actually quite a bit like the city's blessing or um, ascend in is a it? way. It's where you get an effect. You care about the number. Yeah. And then you get an effect. Yeah. Mine was where it cares about if it, as it enters, if it shares. Shares a creature type. type. Pretty sweet. Um, Yeah. And consumption was, what what, what did I say? Vampires gave, essentially infected other creatures. But watch the video. You'll figure it out. That's right. Speaking of vampires, can I just say that my dream was to have a, a vampires deck in in this set be viable and standard and we've gotten so far a few new things that are making that look like it might be a possibility legion lieutenant is here it is black white for a 2-2 vampire knight uncommon other vampires you control get plus one plus one it's a vampire lord nice yeah get out there get some blood in your mouth gross Gross. I was just imagining like vampires at a rugby match. <laughs> is biting illegal in rugby? Yes. <laughs> it has How to can be. You be sure. Because it's like so. It's like beyond. It's not just about like like being aggressive and violent. It's like you can infect somebody. You can give them. Can you give someone like hepatitis from biting them? <laughs> You can certainly turn them into another vampire. Yeah, that's so true. That's they've got to be worried about that, especially in the places where they play rugby. Lots of vampires. Please tweet at us with the hashtag. <laughs> There's no biting in rugby, and let us know <laughs> if biting is strictly forbidden in rugby, in rugby or not. Hashtag. There's no biting in rugby. <laughs> Um, if you if you also haven't yet, you can still tweet at us with the hashtag dog clowns. Oh, dog clowns! And, yeah. Uh, your favorite picture that you found of a, dog, of a clown. dog clown. Thank you for everybody who's tweeted us a dog clown. Oh, they're great. They're delightful. They're wonderful. And of course, uh, showing us photos of the cat that broadcasts our show through its mouth. Yes. If you if you have a photo of your broadcast cat, always welcome. In fact, we should probably start using the hashtag broadcast, broadcast cats cast. just so there we can archive those because I love looking at oh, them. They're so good. They're great photos. Thank you. 
hey, we don't just have a vampire lord. No, we don't. We have a merfolk lord. What? In merfolk mistbinder. Okay, so this is another lord of Atlantis? What are you saying to me? I'm telling you that this is another merfolk lord. Okay, got yeah. it. Yes, basically. God, because we didn't need any more of those. <laughs> the blue-green merfolk deck in modern? Is this going to play this? I don't know, actually. Because unlike the other ones, it doesn't... Um, it doesn't have like an additional effect, like Island Walk, yeah, or that sort of stuff. It's but pretty cheap. It is a standard one that could potentially happen. Yeah, Merfolk Misbinder, uh, green, blue, other Merfolk you control get plus one, plus one. Nice, nice. That's a great card. Pretty sweet. Yeah, there's been some real spicy stuff revealed that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about. Uh, you were you were very excitedly telling me about this one the moment you saw it. <laughs> yes, Tilani Summoner. So this is a very aggressive card for one in a red for a one one. So I guess people are thinking about ramming that red. Are you gonna play this? Because here's what it does. Every time Tilani Summoner attacks, you may pay X and a red mana. If you do, create X one one elemental creature tokens tapped and attacking. Exile them at the beginning of the next end step, unless. You have the city's blessing. Wow. Insane. Cool. That's really great. And these tokens help you get up to the city's yeah, blessing. That's, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's pretty great. Yeah. If you don't have it, I mean, you're probably going to have it. Yeah. Like after, you know, you get a couple of turns in. This is a great red late game card because, um, I mean, of course, Tilani Summoner herself is very weak to removal. If you're able to create something like as many as six or whatever, little 1-1 one, one attackers, and they stay around. Jeez. Your opponent can block a couple of them, sure, but those other 1-1s one, are still going to get in for damage. Yeah. I like that card. Pretty impressive. Here's a silly one. Tell me about it. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can say this right. Zettelpaw, Primal Dawn. Yes. This is a legendary creature. Elder Dinosaur. Nice. Six white white. Okay, eight mana. Flying. Double strike, vigilance, trample, indestructible. Four eight. What more do you want? Yeah. Lifelink? Lifelink. There we go. If this card had lifelink, I'd be like, sign me up. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. I mean it's still, it's still very, very it's still good. Very good. You're still gonna lose to this when someone plays it in oh, a yeah. limited match. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh. You're just gonna get crushed. Freaking Zettelpa. Zettel Zetel. Zedelpa. I got Zedelpa. Zedelpa. Uh, prim- I got Zedelpa. Primal Dawned hard. <laughs> there you go. I wonder if we're going to have um, a red one and a... Not a blue one. There's no blue dinosaurs. But I wonder if we'll have a red one. That'd be cool. Because we have Tetsamok Primal Death and Galta oh, Primal Hunger. That's true. So the red one could be... And there weren't... Were there, din- there weren't dinosaurs in black before, were there? I no? don't think so. I don't think there were. No. So maybe we'll get a blue one. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Some It'd be cool like a blue dino. sea monster or something. Yeah. A sea dino. I wonder, okay, so primal dawn, primal death, primal hunger. What's the what's the red one? Primal rage. Oh, duh. Good. Good Blue, call. what's blue? Oh, God, I don't even know. Primal knowledge? Nah, dinosaurs are dumb in this set. <laughs> like, they're not supposed to be yeah. smart. <laughs> um, God. The primal thirst? <laughs> I have a primal thirst, and the only thing they quench it is Pedialyte. That was me yesterday. Hashtag New Year's. (laughs) (laughs) It worked, though. You drank Pedialyte? I sure did. Oh, gross. It was so sugary. Oh, it was sickeningly sweet. But um, 
I was so <laughs> That's really good. And then my friend who gave it to me, who has a child, legit, yeah. was like, you know, you should stock these in your house if you ever need them. And I'm like, that's not, like, actually not a half bad idea. And she goes, but be careful. They're very expensive. They're like two for $8. And I was wow. like, wow, Pedialyte demand. Crank up that price around New Year's. You figured it out. <laughs> well done. How about this Time Walk card, Megan? God, I'm still, I'm still doing anything. Like Primal. Primal. Knowledge. The Primal Tides. <laughs> primal Tide. I don't know when we're going to get the call from Wizards about primal dust getting to name our first card. Yeah. All right. We have a Time Stream Navigator. One in a blue. A human Pirate Wizard. Great. Ascend. Uh, two blue blue tap put time stream navigator on the bottom of its owner's library take an extra turn after this one activate only if you have the city's blessing great awesome take some turns everybody taking likes turns. taking turns i mean i sure like taking turns would you play this in taking turns no <laughs> unfortunately no but i do like it yeah also something strange that we've seen yeah Huatlis we've got double back in standard yeah. here this one is Hoatli Radiant Champion. And she is radiant. Look at that art. Oh, great. Surrounded by her golden dino friends. Yes, there's the two of them. One, the one on either side. Oh, it's oh. great. Super great. Yeah. Um, so she is a three loyalty planeswalker for four mana, two green, white. Plus one, put a lo- loyalty counter on Hoatli Radiant Champion for each creature you control. So Nice. That's going to add up. Pretty quickly, potentially. Yeah. Minus one. Target creature gets plus X, plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creatures you control. Once again, you want a lot of dudes. Minus eight is her ultimate. You get an emblem with, quote, whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Ooh. So she's kind of a non-traditional planeswalker, quite honestly. Yeah. Very creature centric, like a hundred percent creature centric. She her her ultimate is not game winning. No. Um, she does not have a way to protect herself. Yeah. Um, but you're probably going to have a bunch of creatures. When you if play you have her. a bunch of creatures, yeah. she might be kind of unstoppable because what are you going to do? The army's going to grow huge. Um, it doesn't get trampled though. Her no. minus ability. Okay. So I don't know. Pretty cool. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I was going to say, she kind of reminds me of the we'll Ajani see. that gives out counters, but yeah. I don't know. But that one also helped you search for creatures. I do wish she had maybe more of like, like that Ajani, right? I'm trying to think. Um, Mentor of Heroes yeah. is what we're thinking about, where it says, plus one, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal an aura, creature, or planeswalker card from among them and put it into your hand. I do wish she had something like that. Yeah. Um, even if it was just for a creature. Um, sure. Or just for a, like a dino. Not just, for, yeah. nah, just for a creature. So if there happens to be like some kind of green-white creature di- slash dino deck that's kind of aggressive i guess it would go into there yeah i don't know it kind of works in what i'm imagining as a vampire's deck which would create a lot of tokens yeah. and distribute the wealth amongst them but that is black white and i don't yeah. think it wants to be obs on there were some like wacky green white decks at uh, gp portland last oh, yeah. fall um like athena played one and then there, i saw a couple of other ones so i wonder there might be a green white deck out there yeah I was just thinking uh, it about really cool. obs on tokens, but yeah. that, like, it's not really a lot of creatures. Yeah. Usually. It, like, once you hit critical mass, then it is. But, but it goes, then it's it goes like a while anyway. where it's in flux. Yeah. Exactly. So, interesting. All right, well, remains to be seen. Hopefully, yeah. if she will reign queen. <laughs> um, on the merfolk front. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got Kumena, 
Tyrant of Roska. So was Kumena what we said was... Oh, we didn't name the Merfolk Planeswalker. We just said that's there right. was going to be Oh, wait, I said that maybe I could see Kumena being one. Um, because, uh, like, I think we've had a lot of... Like, all of the last sparks that we've seen, I think, have all been good. Like, Huatli is, like, a good character, right? She's, like, yeah. on the side of good. Um, and um, Samut... That's and, a good point. Like, we haven't seen an evil planeswalker sparked for a while. Oh, come on. Show me an evil yeah. walker. Kumina seems like he could have maybe ended up being, like, an evil planeswalker. Oh, cool. Um, but instead we have Tyrant of Orozka, which is still pretty sweet. One green blue. Tap uh, for a 2-4. Tap another untapped merfolk you control. Kumina Tyrant of Orozka can't be blocked this turn. Okay. Tap three untapped merfolk you control. Draw a card. Nice. Nice. Tap five untapped Merfolk you control. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each Merfolk you control. Cool. Should we move on to our completely speculatively, completely yeah. speculative future league? I don't want to spoil too many of these before we uh, spoil the decks that they're going to exactly. surely That's appear in think, standard. Like, Let's talk about this. Here is, here's my pitch. Okay. My completely speculative league. Here we go. Deck. Merfolk? Merfolk. Let's see it. All right. What We've is got it? Silvergill Adept. Oh, absolutely. I think what it is is that it's a deck that's going to be a little bit more like it's not going to be the aggro deck like red is. It's not going to be a red aggro. Um, it's going to be a little bit more of like a go wide aggro, kind of in the vein of like those Abzan or Esper tokens decks sure. that we saw for a little bit. Um, because you're going to have lots of ways to make a little one, one Merfolk tokens. Great. I think we've Great. seen more, we've started to see more of that. And there's stuff like this that just wants volume. Tap. Boom. Exactly. You've got Silvergill Adept, which is going to draw you cards, right? So it has all these ways to keep drawing cards into the game. Love it. Um, and it's going to have stuff. It has like spell pierce. It has access to stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's what I think it's going to be. There's a card that uh, was recently spoiled that would go very nicely in this deck. Speaking of trying to give you some uh, volume for your creatures here. Let's see if I can find it really quick. Here it is. Um, it's spoiled in German. Yeah. Uberfall auf dem Wasser. <laughs> Which is... I wish I could speak German because I want to say that well. Uberfall. Uberfall auf dem Wasser is Uberfall. great. Watery ambush. Yeah. Not is as good. ambush Uberfall? <laughs> like, is that what that word means? Yes, it has to be. Right? Oh Uberfall. my God. Great word. We're going to need to Uberfall these guys quick <laughs> if we want to get the treasures. I love the word Uberfall. Uberfall. That was the title of Sherlock Holmes' last adventure, the Reichenbach Uberfall. <laughs> anyway, uh, three to blue for uh, a Verzabdrung. <laughs> now you're just insulting Germans. Enchantment. When Watery Ambush enters the battlefield, create two 1-1 one, one Merfolk creature tokens with Hexproof. Three and a blue target Merfolk can't be blocked this turn. So that gives you inevitability. Yeah, so I'm hoping that we see more of these 1-1 one, one token makers. Yeah. Um, and you've I already think that got... that really cool. You've already got <clears throat> the enchantment that does it when you play a Merfolk spell. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, deep root Waters. And then you've got the Merfolk Lord to make all those little 1-1s, one, 2-2s. Two, so... Perfect. Yeah. I think it, it could be sweet. There's a green merfolk that was spoiled, which could also go in this deck. That you we had already had one that explored. <clears throat> yeah. And this one says, well, that was good. But yeah. What if I explore twice? twice. One green green, Jade Light Ranger, two one. When it enters the battlefield, explores, it explores, then it explores again. So that's just twice. I Where was it? Not here. Oh, let me enters look Enters the battlefield, here. it explores, then it explores again. Here it is. 
So, like, you can for sure make sure that this thing uh, gets two counters if you wanted to. Um, I think at most. By I exploring mean, and leaving it up. on top and doing it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or you could draw a land and get a counter and have, like, a 3-2. That's also good. Um, you could draw two lands and have a 2-1, which I guess isn't the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. In the context of this, it might be, depending on where you are right now. Oh, this was but. a card that you were maybe thinking about sacrifice. Oh, no, that's... No, this one doesn't have the sacrifice not, effect. No, it's not the same. <clears throat> I was thinking of Vona's Hunger, which I saw next to it, but... Yeah. Um. So let's let's think about... By the way, Kumina's Awakening, that was the card that I was thinking oh, about for yeah. taking more turns. It has a send. It's two blue blue for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, each player draws a card. If you have the city's blessing, instead only you draw a card. So good. So y'all know what deck I'm going to talk about. Those vampy boys. That's right. All right. So we already know that we've got our vampire lord. Mm -hmm. That's going to give our our vamps plus one plus one. Mm -hmm. But what other way are we going to pump up our vamps? Because we've lost the beautiful. Pump up the vamps. Pump up the vamps. Pump it up. All those vamps are pumping. Okay. (laughs) My new 80s hit record will be out. The vamps are pumping. In 1982, the vamps are pumping. We lost Always Watching, Moment of Silence, uh, which was a wonderful universal anthem effect. But fear not, because we've got another one, Glorious Destiny, a two and a white for an enchantment with a send as Glorious Density. (laughs) Glorious Density! (laughs) This star is going to become a black hole because it has Glorious Density. (laughs) Oh, God. As Glory's Density enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. <laughs> Creatures of the chosen type get plus one, plus one, and they have vigilance as long as you have the city's blessing. So, nice. always watching, gave plus one, plus one to all non-token creatures. Didn't care about the creature type. However, they had to be not non-token. Yep. And in vampires, what do you want to do? You want to make tokens. So, this is potentially better. Yeah. They just, they're just all going to get it. Yeah. And your strategy is going wide. So, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have the city's blessing. So, you have vigilance. Okay. <sighs> And they're just all going to get plus one, plus one. Because are you playing anything that's not a vampire in this deck? No. Come on, get real. No. We're playing a tribal deck here. Vamps and vamps alone. Maria, this, this is deck. one of the all-stars in your completely speculative league yeah, uh, deck. For sure. Do you have any other all-stars that you foresee? Okay, so we had the... Or vamp- cards that you're looking to. <laughs> looking to. Well, we've already got our cheap vampires from the last mm-hmm. set. We have our mm-hmm. one drop. Mm-hmm. and Vicious Conquistador. So yeah. we've got to kind of round it out because we didn't have a lot of other cheap ones. We had Legion's a Lieutenant, of course, which we mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah. Then we've got a couple of other two drops, which we know about today on the 2nd of January. The first one is, what is it, Starving uh, Starving Paladin? Uh, yeah. yeah, Starving Paladin, one in a white uh, for 3-3, three, three, which is right Ooh. up there with what uh, aggro decks want to do. Starving Paladin doesn't untap during your untap step. That's kind of sad. Whenever you gain life, untap it. So there you go. Problem nice. solved. The Vampires of Lifelink. Problem. Get in the deck. Okay? And then there's one other vampy that uh, was recently previewed that I want to put in this deck. It is also a two-drop. Yeah. So let's go back over there because I don't quite remember the name just yet. Where are you, my friend? There he is. No. Yes. Paladin of Atonement. One in a white for a 1-1. One, one. Okay? At the beginning of each upkeep each if you lost life last turn put a plus one plus one counter on paladin of atonement when paladin of atonement dies you gain life equal to its toughness wow so um normally you're gaining life with vampires so yeah you've got to be able to lose life 
to make this I thing mean, work. If it's if you're in any sort of race situation, yeah, this is me pretty good. But it also has a gain life clause here as well. Um, so I guess that will be relevant then too. Put a horse yeah. in this deck. <laughs> Vampires and crested sunmare. Wait. Why? Why aren't you? Should just put crested sunmare. So wait, you're telling me? How about this? How about this for a completely speculative league yeah, deck? Yeah. Okay. Is a uh, is a vampires and and crested sunmares. That's it. That's it. Done. I said yeah. nothing but vampires in this deck, but crested sunmares an honorary vampire. That's what we're gonna. That's what we're calling it. Completely speculative. It's vamps and ponies. Vamps and ponies. Vamps and ponies. Yes. It's the lifelink crested sunmare yes. deck. I love Get it. Get ready for it. You know that I made the Crested Sunmare deck in standard last set with cats. Yeah. And cats and ponies. Cats and ponies. But now, now we're going to have horses and ho- po- ponies and vamps. Vamps ponies and, and ponies. Va- vamps and ponies, ponies and vamps. This is a vamp and pony parade. Completely speculative league. Get in. This deck is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need some. Give me another one drop vampire. Dear I mean, you have, you have Legion's Landing. I have Legion's Landing. That's true. Legion's Landing, Vicious Conquistador. What do, what more do I want in life? A two one for one, probably. Yeah, that's what you want. Uh, are they Just like a little expedition envoy. Yep, that's all I need. That's all I need. All right, keep your fingers crossed. Right. We've got a long ways to go. So looking maybe, pretty good. Maybe we'll get there. All right. How about human? How about pirates? Pirates. Are we going to be able to do it? You it's want, probably an aggressive deck. It probably is. Gosh, I just don't know. There was a one drop, which that's a two two, um, that was spoiled right there. Daring Buccaneer. Yeah, uh, red for a two two. As an additional cost to cast Daring Buccaneer, reveal a pirate card from your hand or pay two. All right, so you could just have a two two. Yeah, you just have a two two on, on turn one. one. Nice. That's all right. It's pretty right. good. That's kind of like the same Silvergill adept effect. Yeah, exactly. Where it's it's that tribal synergy, and I like that kind of card. Yeah. So all right, all right. So it's definitely gonna be red. Maybe it's gonna be red black, and I'll take you know take advantage of, uh, some some sick stuff like Vona's hunger. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? There was a pirate that um, if you have other pirates, it gets counters. Scroll Ooh. up, back up a little bit. I think it might be that one. So, oh, Swaggering Corsair. Yeah, two and a red for a two-two raid when it uh, enters with plus one plus one counter if you attacked with a creature this turn. Nice. I don't know if that's All good right. enough, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, so maybe. Yeah, maybe pirate, piratey pirates. Yeah, or maybe there's like a red blue pirates deck. Oh yeah. You could play this, uh, the Time Stream Navigator. <laughs> that would be sick. Pirates taking turns. Yeah. Pirates of time. Time pirates. There we go. Time pirates. It's not only time a pirates. Disney Channel family movie, now also a deck in magic. You're thinking of Time Bandit. <laughs> Which is not a Disney Channel movie, and it terrified me as a child. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when they're all having dinner with Napoleon? Oh, my gosh. I do. There's some memory triggers happening right now. Put it on the stack. That was like really, that, that movie really scared me as a kid. <laughs> I was easily scared. There's a lot of scary stuff out there for youths. Like, think about Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> There's a lot 
lot of scary stuff out there for you. I was terrified of the human version. I called it Alice in Wonderland People. It was made for TV version of Alice in Wonderland, Oof. I believe. Yeah. And uh, so it wasn't the cartoon version. And there's a part when the white queen, I want to say, transforms into a goat or a sheep. A uh-huh. sheep. And it was horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying. Or like that whole um that whole they become donkeys scene in oh, Pinocchio. Yes. Terrifying. Terrifying. We recently saw a production of Pinocchio and I was reminded of that scene. Yeah, which is terrifying. And I was like, wow, that was scary. And now I'm remembering it. Yep. When the horse gets stuck in the quicksand. Yeah. Sad. And um, also we're scary. We're talking about never ending story. Never ending yeah. story. Oh no, that's just like that's that's not even quicksand. The horse is depressed and so it sinks. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's how those swamps work. Oh. <laughs> depressed horses. There's a lot of scary stuff out there for youths. <laughs> Which is our new tagline. <laughs> Magic the amateuring. There's a lot of scary stuff out there for youths. If you've got a deck that you want to submit to the soup, what do we call it? The completely, completely speculative, speculative league. league. Not to be confused with the community super league. That's right. We could call it the communi- the completely speculative future league. Okay. So it's CSFL. Use that hashtag yeah. to send us your deck idea. But it has to be soon because we will not accept entries to this too much further because right. then it's just becoming, then, then, you know too then much. you're just building a deck. You know too much. Do you think there's going to be a dinos, like a green-white dinos? You know, a lot of people have been hoping for that. Uh, it would be wonderful to see a, see a dinosaur deck in mm-hmm. standard. I'm I'm majorly pushing for it because I think they're great for new players and they're just, just all around fun to see a really themed deck hit the table. Yeah. That's not just a bunch of the best cards, but instead use a synergy and creative deck building to make something super powerful. So I hope so. We got a version of the dinosaur that I was hoping for, which is a little frilled face dinosaur. Oh, yeah. You got a little frilled face dino. <laughs> frilled death spitter. Nice. Two and a red for a two, uh, three two dino. Enrage. When it's dealt damage, it deals two damage to target opponent. Pretty good. Okay. So no matter what, yeah. <laughs> you're going to deal two with it. <laughs> Almost yeah. certainly. Yeah. Um, Might die, but, you know, at least it's getting its little death spit in there while it does. Do you know what I haven't talked about, but obviously I always want to? What? Is the immortal sun? No, is control. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there going to be control? I okay. don't know. I don't know. We'll see if there's going to be more to add to control or what flavors are. So what do you want? Do you want blue black control? Do you want? I don't know. You going to play with that scarab god? I don't know. Or like some more like just keep having that approach deck, the approach of the second sun oh, deck. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Who knows? We have a new card draw spell, which is one blue, blue. Secrets of the Golden City. Um, draw two cards. If you have the city's blessing, draw three cards instead. Nice. Yeah. That's just good. Yeah, exactly. I like drawing cards, so all I want to do is draw a card. Well, then the Immortal Sun could be a card for you. Yeah, that's Cost true. Six. It is six, which is a lot, but players can't activate Planeswalker's loyalty abilities. So suck it, walkers. That's great. Uh, at the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. Love it. Okay. Spells you cast mm. cost one less to cast. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. So now there's what? That's a, that's a good blessing from the city. There's two ways in right now from these cards that have been printed for mm-hmm. you to draw an additional card every every oh, turn. Yeah. So All ma- right. maybe there's like a card draw time walk deck. Maybe they'll be taking turns in standard. A girl can dream. Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. And we, we talked about the fact that we want captain's hat. Pirate, yes. Sorry, pirate's hat. 
Yeah, because we have Captain's Hook, so we need a pirate's hat. To pirate's hat. So yeah. we have Captain's Hook has been previewed. Mm-hmm. Crypt Creature gets plus two plus zero, has menace, and is a pirate, so it's becoming a pirate. So yeah, it's basically what we want. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just a true. hook instead. When it becomes unattached, uh, destroy that permanent that it was attached to. Equip cost one. Nice. Cost three. Pretty good. So you can have a pirate dinosaur. Yeah, you can. And I'll have a little hook hand, which will be pretty cute. Hook handed pirate dino. Arguably, on a T Rex, that is an upgrade. <laughs> Everybody, that's this episode of Magic the Amateuring. I hope you've had a lovely roller coaster ride and you're yeah. not ready to toss your cookies at the end of it. That's right, because if you do toss your cookies, they Catch better. Them. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to eat them. Exactly. <laughs> All you're really doing is standing in a cookie shower. <laughs> Dreams. Wow. 2018 goals. A cookie, cookie shower. shower. Mm. Would it be like cookie dough just coming out of you and gross? <laughs> Which reminds me Gross. of a Saturday Night Live sketch with Will Ferrell where they're doing Gatorade, but it's Gatorade cookie dough. Oh, my God. And so God. they're, like, super hot and sweaty after a soccer game, and they're, like, taking this Gatorade cookie dough drink, and they're just, like, cookie dough is uh. oozing out of it. Ooh. Like, can you just imagine, like, cookie dough coming out of your shower head, and then it's just, like, barely able to make it? I'm in. Gross! I got a hand mixer for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. So I don't have to use my one from 1972 that every time I used it, I was afraid it would A, fall apart as it was being held together by electrical tape, and B, electrocute me. Yeah, that's (laughs) good. Thank goodness. And I also just ate some macarons that Megan made. That's right. That were delicious. Thank you. This is my first try, so they'll get better. Nailed it. They'll get better. (laughs) We we should do a recipe show. Yeah, we should. Um... Thank you again to everyone who is a patron of the show. Again, um, put a little reminder in your calendar for the end of the month to go and switch over um, to a new patron, uh, the new patron level based on per month. Yes. Um, We think it's going to make it a little bit more streamlined for everybody. Um, You'll get access to tons of wonderful things like Discord chat, um, extra special patron specials, all of our love and gratitude and appreciation. Just a double dose. You you already get it. it. You double. already get it for listening, but you get a double. You get a double unlock. Exactly. And we're going to put this on the calendar for extra special patron special recipe yeah. show. Because recipe show. We've got some good recipes nice. that we should share with everybody. And uh, yeah, so it won't work Won't work right now for you to change your level. But It'll only work after you're charged at the end of the month. So yes. uh, keep that in mind. Thank you uh, again to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash cast. Wonderful place to go. Wonderful people. You can always request a special token. If they have time, they will draw one and put it in your order. And you can always request a Magic the Amateur sticker to yeah. be sent with your order, which they're lovely. They, yeah, they, they accur- accurately reflect one of our hair. <laughs> kind of. I have purple tips in this one. Do you know, at least my hair is becoming, again, the correct length. That's true. That's true. Like, for a long time, this was just 100% wrong. No, it's 50% wrong. <laughs> but you can have one of these and affix it to whatever you want in your life. You can even trick somebody by patting them on the back. And instead, they are... <laughs> they have a sticker on the their back. Classic. <laughs> you can even use a permanent marker and redraw whatever hair you want. That's true. And so. tweet it at us with the hashtag yes. Megan's hair. <laughs> Thank you, of course, as well to Ultra Pro for being the gear sponsor of Magic the Amateuring. Giveaways from Ultra Pro starting very soon, so stay tuned to this space uh, because we want to give you free stuff, you know, because yeah. you're, you're really cool. Yeah, yeah so uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. And you know what? Be back here, same time, same bat channel. Next week, more yeah. Rivals previews. What? 
Head over to our YouTube channel and hit that sub button, youtube.com slash mtacast. Plus, Maria will tell us, what was GP Santa Clara like? Oh, yeah. Well, the G... Oh, God. Well, the GP Santa Clara rap... Yeah, which, we will. You know, tune in if you want to see if I can say anything that's worthwhile about legacy. <laughs> we'll find out! We'll have streams up this week. Yes! So check check us out on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Magic the Amateur. Correct. We've got some sick emotes. Come hang out with us yeah. while we play some magic. Okay, that's all for us now. From your this mouth to your ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>